Um, it's a very, very beautiful day to talk football once again. And welcome to Let's Talk Football with Tell the This is Adedeji Adeje, your host. And we have a host of people on today's episode of Let's Talk Football. Um, we have Ayele Ayodeji, my partner on this one. Ayele, would you want to say hi to our listeners? Hi, everybody. It is very, very nice to be here with this host of people. <laughs> All right. There's somebody very close to Ayele, but I'll not be mentioning his name yet because he has to be mentioned fifth in today's edition of football. Um, <laughs> so I have Alaji on the show today. Alaji, do you want to say hi to our listeners? Yeah, good afternoon, everyone. It's a pleasure for me to be here this afternoon. Yeah, and then we have Umwa Fetuchiku on today's episode of Let's Talk Football. Fetuchiku, do you want to say hi to our listeners? Hi, everyone. Yeah. So um, there was this thing that lost 5-2 in the weekend. That's why we are uh, introducing their fan that came on the show with us today, fifth. Uh, Yuri Gagwa is today with us on the show. Regagwa is not the first time on the show, but do you want to say hi to our listeners? The last, but by no means the least. <laughs> I hope you had a good weekend, everybody. All right. Um, we have a lot has happened over the course of the last two weeks on the show. Um, there was international football. There was the Cristiano Ronaldo drama. Cristiano Ronaldo, um, he, he he scored a late goal that was not counted, and then um, he he threw off his captain Ambad in, in fury and and anger, and then um. The Ambad was taken by a charity organization and it ended up being sold, auctioned for a huge amount of money to raise money for a six months old baby. That's awesome, awesome, awesome as a result of um, infant. That's one of the goals that the football brings to the world today. And then um, we had Ellen Alan blanking for three consecutive games in the international break. We have Kylian Mbappe blanking for three consecutive games in the international break. He lost his first penalty in the last two years as well. A whole lot has gone on in the world of football. A whole lot has gone on in the world of football. But I'm bringing you the top talking points, current top talking points in the world of football. Um, over the course of the weekend, Real Madrid and Zidane celebrated Zidane's 250th game as Real Madrid manager. Celebrated with a 2-0 win with Google from returning Marco Asensio and Stamad Karim Benzema. Um, Ayeleru, what do you have to say about Zidane's spell? Uh, um, Zidane is, although he's, he has had, he has had feats, no-brainer feats with Real Madrid, he won the three feats, something that has not been done since 1960 in the world of football, winning three consecutive Champions League titles, and then he won the league with a team that was considered dead last season, he won the La Liga with them. So, is Zidane in the question in the topic of the greatest managers not the best greatest managers of the last decade definitely i think if we're going to consider his achievements with real madrid then he has to be there because if if we list other managers apart from zidane we'll probably go with luis enrique because he won a treble yeah uh, say we go with Jurgen Klopp, uh, three Champions League finals and they win. Yeah. So we might consider Diego Simeone as well. Yeah, two Champions League finals and they lost. Good. Both <laughs> two losses. Good killer. <laughs> then obviously Pep Guardiola. Yes, Oh, Yes, Mourinho was in the last decade. Yes, Mourinho has not won anything. Just one 
league title. Or he won so the treble in 2010. Yeah, around 2021. Alright. Alright, I'm speaking of Real Madrid. Real Madrid are probably currently in trouble with um, Sergio Ramos' injury. Sergio Ramos got injured during the international break and then um, he will not be featuring in tomorrow's crunchy fixture the Champions League semi-final against against Liverpool and then he will not be featuring in the Classico in the weekend and he will not be featuring against Liverpool in the second leg of the UCL and one noteworthy point is that this will be the first time that Real Madrid will be playing a annual Classico fixture without Sergio Ramos since 2005 speaking of which he didn't play in 2005 not because he was in Madrid and didn't make the team, but because he was in Sevilla at the point. So, um, Real Madrid have three crunchy fixtures, three fixtures that could be defining their season because um, Barcelona is currently in the title race with them and they are doing it without their captain and leader. How do you think Liverpool... Um, now, can we consider them in the title race? Yeah, we can't consider them in the title race because if Barcelona wins today's game, they'll be one point behind Atletico Madrid. And um, um, Real Madrid are less than three points behind Barcelona. So yeah, and there are ten games to go. That's, that's a lot of games. Yeah, so that's thirty points to fight for. So yeah, they are in the title race. They are in the Champions League. This period could be defining for them, and they'll be going through it without Sergio Ramos. How do you think they will fare? Will they get to the next round? Will they win their classical fixture? What do you think? I know. Well, it it has it has a lot of negative, but it has positives as well. Considering that uh, his future is up in the air, we don't know if he will be in Real Madrid next season or not. So they can at least get used to not having him in the important games for now. But it is mind blowing that he has never ever missed a yeah. classical era. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, to tell you the truth, I really I really think they can make it without him because the team has really shown the team has really shown real good mentality going forward since even after Ronaldo left, they've done a lot. Like I really, I really I don't know if it's the Zidane factor but they've really been good. They won't really miss him, I don't think so. Or else maybe Salamites will want to have seen him again. <laughs> but it was very important for them. <laughs> Yeah, he was one of the highest goal scorers. Yeah, he was one of the highest goal scorers. And considering the fact that they all they always won by one goal, two goal differences, the number of clean sheets he was a huge um, determinant in that respect. Anyway, no. Alaji, do you have anything to say concerning? Yeah, I think um, Sergio Ramos not the ability for the fixture is going to be very very integral because at this stage of the competition, his experience is going to be needed. So they are playing against workers players like um, Sadio Mane, like Mohamed Salah. So I don't think the likes of uh, Militao is going to come to the challenge. But I just hope that for the sake of the team, that they can rise up to the challenge. And also Baran, in recent seasons, he has been making some very huge mistakes. Yeah, like the yeah. So I think they need that commanding factor at the back. So I just hope he can turn up a good uh, result against them. Okay, Riga has something to say. And, and I really think it's going to be, it's going to be a really challenging match for them in the Champions League. Uh, also talking about Liverpool, uh, they seem to have outgrown their rough spell. 
We are not have, sure yet. They, we are not sure yet. They are, they are back. They are back. Everybody beats us now, bro. They are back. Master should drop. Master should drop. Yeah. But can you say they have a rough spell in Champions League? But 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 in the Champions no, League, in the Champions League, they they they, they lost their Anfield. Yeah, they are um, they they are actually are still going through the Anfield power. But honestly, it feels like we are watching a different Liverpool in the Champions League from the Premier League. Liverpool in the Champions League look, looks like a very solid squad. Yeah. So I think it's going to be challenging for them to not have Sergio Ramos, their main man in the backline. And as he said, their present backline is going to be a very, very tough match against the likes of Salah, Mane, you know, Diego, Jota, who is in serious form right yeah. now. It goes in eight games. What's it doing? <laughs> I don't know why it goes. What is it doing? <laughs> it goes in eight games. It seems to have goals written around. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so um, those clubs are coaching. Yeah. Ah. And then um, two questions for you, Vega. Um, who do you think would win the game? Right now. Yeah. I feel the first leg is going to be a draw. You should be okay. Who, who, who is that though? Um, Madrid. Madrid. I think it's going to be a draw. The first game. Second leg. Give the Liverpool. draw. You give Liverpool. I'll say one one. Okay, and then the second leg will be a Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. So do you think Liverpool will win by five goals? Hmm. Yeah. Oh shit, nobody got the bounce. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Alright, um, <laughs> news coming around um, suggests that uh, Manchester United. I don't know if I should describe him as a legend. I would describe him as a legend. Manchester United, first team goalkeeper, definitely. Yeah. He's definitely a legend. legend. Alright, let's move on then. Manchester United star goalkeeper David De Gea is probably going to be axed from the team come the end of the season. Um, he's currently the Premier League's ISP player with 350,000 pounds per week. And then, um, considering the fact that he has not featured in the last seven games, although there was um, there's a backstory to that, but he is back in the team. And then yesterday he didn't feature against um, Brighton and Ove Albion in the Premier League, and we don't know if he would. Keep featuring in the season, but it looks like he's been eased out of the team. Um, consequently, there are reasons to believe that the team is probably being pushed through getting to play without him. But do you think this is the best way to get get him out of the team? The eye is probably going to be asked, according to rumors from the Manchester United team, his contract will end in the next two years. He has two years left um, on the contract. Um, but he has cost United a lot of goals. He has well over 10 errors leading to goals in the last two seasons. In fact, in the last one and a half seasons. At what point will you start talking about things he has done well? Okay, um, he's a Manchester United legend. He won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, we, he, he won. He won a league title with them in 2013 and then dragged them on his back. He was their best player for like three seasons. For, for four he, seasons. He made 14 seasons. Yeah, he made 14 games. 14 seasons in a game is a Premier League record, a joint record actually. And then um, he has actually been a top motivator in the team. Premier League was goalkeeper for like three seasons. He made fifth pro eleven. Wow. 
Manchester United in the game to be asked for in the team. Do you think this is the best way to usher him out of the team? Hmm? I can I feel like I want him to be ushered out of the team, but this might not have been the best way to go about it. Me wanting him to like to usher him out of the team basically because of his the salary structure and the fact that I just want the team to like I really I'm really what, what do you think would have been the best way to do it? Yeah. To just let him see off his contract, owing to the fact that the Henderson two is years contract, I can bet the two years probably as an extra one year extension. We won't give him the one year extension, but the Henderson on the other part has a lot to learn. But you know this is a two way thing. Henderson also gave a condition that if he's not made the first thing goalkeeper next season, that's going to be for another. Exactly, and Henderson is earning around one thirty million, at one ten thousand pounds. As a man, you fan, I will say we let him go. Oh, this this is not the best way, but no, this, I, this, feel, I feel this is the best way. Yeah, because we'll be paying him a lot of, I think about half of the one year. And he can get what is wrong with man? You are paying off people. Why do they like paying off? Like just paying off. <laughs> we we are wrong? a big club. We are one of the biggest clubs in the world. You now pay off Re- reference, reference to also their manager who remembers David Moyes cashing out usually from Manu when he was. Sack and paid off. Mario as well. Mario as well. We 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 have to give to the needy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Manchester United. Manchester, 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 when last has he been head of a player being paid off? What do you mean? Like when last has he the player's contract? When last? No, no, I don't think they are going to terminate his contract. It's going to be like some sort of I mutual think, agreement. Yeah, it's probably a mutual agreement, and they will maybe let him leave to another club for, for free. free. Yeah. Like the Rooney situation. Yeah, when he okay. left for whatever. Hmm. You, know, you know, he has not been at his best since 2018. 18. After Ronaldo more. And 2018, 2017-18 stroke 18 was his best season post era. So he shouldn't just go in from the world class the year to an absolutely terrible keeper. Yeah, for, okay, um, if for I, club and country. If I can bot in for here, club. if I can bot in here, if I can bot in here, I'm always of the opinion that when the player is persistent about leaving at a particular time to a different club, when he's very persistent, he should, should be allowed to leave. No, we all remember how Real Madrid pursued him. Pursued him and then they are doing what it was now. There was a passing fail. Yes, yes. It but, was but I always knew that after that, a player never gives his hundred percent at his, that point. He and did. He, he did. He, he picked. He did after for like that. three seasons. He picked after that because he had not reached his peak yet. Because yeah. the fourteen seasons was after that event. Yeah. So after that event. But but honestly, I just I felt it was going to go down the drains at some point after I didn't that transfer was in it. All right. Um. So speaking of going down the drain, Arsenal lost again to. Arsenal <laughs> 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 lost by three goals to Liverpool and then Diogo Jota, a substitute came on and scored two goals and then there was the Mohamed Salah goal. Um. That makes it 17 losses in 50 games for manager Mikel Ateta. Now um, I have been I've been a participant or an observant of a lot of debates as to whether 
as to whether Mikel Arteta is the right man to push the team forward. Um, Alajia, what do you think about Arteta and Arsenal? Yeah, I think we're having, uh, having an argument this morning about Arteta's spell at Arsenal. For me, I think he's not good enough as a manager to take the club to that level that he wants. What level? <laughs> what level does Arsenal ever want? The level they were when they had the receivers and all those good players. That's so, it. That's it. When was it? Yeah, I think most of us were sticky then. <laughs> so I think it's going to take more than uh, Mikel Arteta to take Arsenal back to the top. Because for me, he has not done anything spectacular before the game. He won't do it. I said before the game, it effect. was like a risk. It was a, it was, it was a gamble for them, and I don't think it's playing over the moment. I mean, it's not better than the Leon Beg day. Really? And then, yeah. uh, you know, also, at some point, during this podcast, I think the third episode, we were discussing and we concluded that probably Arsenal was wrong to not have given Leon Beg as much time as they have given. Because um, I don't think Leon Beck starts uh, as bad as this. And then um, how would you lose 17 games? They are, Arsenal are now a mid-table club. They will be dying. They are dying to have an Europa League space. And then the UEFA is actually trying to accommodate them in Europe. And that's why they, they probably knew this was going to happen. That's why they created the UEFA Conference League. And now Arsenal are 10th in the league. I don't think they even make the UEFA Conference League. <laughs> so like, what exactly, what exactly needs to be done? For us now, I, what I, I, I feel I feel the fans are asking for too much. Okay. Because it didn't happen overnight. You don't go from we're challenging big big to we are totally shit now. They 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 have not won a league in decades. Yeah. No, not decades actually, 16 years. In 16 years, that's almost two decades. <laughs> Do you understand? And the manager that won them, that took them to their highest stage ever, was still there for another 10 years after they won their last Premier League. So you don't go from one of the best teams to the worst team overnight. And I don't think there's there's no way up for them in recent times. I don't think so. Because they are going to go so deep down the hill that they will have to find somebody to pull them back out. And it's, it's, it's the same thing the other way. I don't think they can go back to that good form. That it can arsenal over overnight. It can. It has to be. It's, it's a project. It's going to take some time. But eventually, and, if they get and, the right person, and they will have to give the, the person right person time. time. So exactly. Why are we sure it is not at the top? Okay, Ateta does. I don't personally. I don't see Ateta as having that experience to build a team of Arsenal's magnitude back to their glory form. I, I feel it is possible. Well, it is possible, but we can't always uh, hope for something like that to happen. But we don't have any other team. Of course, we don't. But I think, like, if you look at the current Arsenal team, they still have some traits but, that they have in, under the previous managers. They still have them showing under this current manager. So I think that he has not been able to really enforce enforce his, his own, his, probably his own style of play or his own. Uh, does he have a style of play? I think he does. Have <laughs> you know what, a what I don't like about the coaching thing is that when things start to go bad, people start to question that does the coach have a style of play? He does. He does. You know it. Yeah, he does have a style of play. You probably don't know it or you don't want to see it, but he does. He has a structure. 
and he has a structure that they they follow. Do you get? But it is not going well for them at this point. But at how many months, how many years should we give Ateta? That's the question that will be on every Arsenal fan's mind. He has a structure. Is it that the players he's signing are not fitting into the structure that he's not signing the right players? Because I don't think he has a structure. No, he has made a really good move. Odegaard came into the team and has made a serious difference in the team. Personally, I have an issue with some the, of the players. The last Odegaard was absolutely no, we terrible. Oh, bro, we played against Fabinho. <laughs> Who? He played against Fabinho. It's, it's no excuse. You should give him any game. Bro, okay. We've seen we've seen uh, Bisuma turn up against Fabio. Of course. We've seen Trossard turn again turn up against Fabio. Honestly, I, I can't only blame the, the manager. Yeah. I, some of the players, I don't think they fit into Arsenal anymore. To be honest, Bami Young, I, I don't know what he's still doing at Arsenal. Wow. 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 Personally, personally, <laughs> wherever he is at now, it is because of Aubameyang. Yeah. Pro- probably. But I, I just feel as a striker, as a forward, he's, he's not being felt enough. Wow. This season. This is just one season. Okay. Let, let, let's see how the next season goes. If he's still in us now. I think Wait, are you is, saying Obama is the fastest as last player? I'm, I'm not saying. Like is in, bro, they will probably be 16th if it was without Obama. Yeah. I'm serious. But With the current the market for strikers, I, I don't. The current market for strikers is not Arsenal's market. But I think, <laughs> I think <laughs> I get what this is. You lose that one. The fastest is that better. No, but there's this Ivan Tony doing very well in the championship. And. <laughs> 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 and then, and then there's the market for us. That's the market. Ubamiyang, aside, we have Lacazette. Is Lacazette is not the player? Lacazette, Lacazette is the worst version of Lacazette I've ever seen in my and life. And then finally, Ateta has put William on the bench. <laughs> but that's another transfer <laughs> that was so bad. Why did they get William? Who? Why did they get William? I really don't probably agree. I, I, I think one question that I is why don't they play? I think he brought him in to be his squad. Ah, so why did he so he sold them dreams in the first game? Yeah, with three assists. And to be honest, William should have been sold out. To be honest, William didn't come off a very bad season from Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, the best season. Yeah, best. Yeah, so I mean, Ateta could have got a good bad game. Now he's getting a good player for his team. All right, um, now they have the three muskets, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, um, there had always been clamors for um, Pochettino because we have seen what Pochettino can do with, because we have seen what Pochettino can do with a good crop of players and there had always been clamors that um, Pochettino had a good team, would win trophies, but um, yes, PSG losing one nil to Lille when it mattered the most. Do you think PSG can win the league this season? Not with Pochettino. Wow. I think they are still going to end up in the Champions. The fact that they lost the match against Lille doesn't matter. Yeah, I think they will still win the league. Well, Lille are intensely consistent at the moment. But the thing is, Lille also has a tendency to flop against some teams. 
Like they, I think they drew a match uh, some weeks ago that like they should have won easily. So it's team challenging. Can I them. ask DJ question? Do you regard Pochettino as a very good manager? He doesn't. He's class. I, I believe he's a class manager. We are going with what we have on ground now. I think he's a very good manager. I, I, think, I think all the other class. managers are. He's not top class, but he's good enough. With the market situation for managers, he's actually a very good manager. I think the fact that I got to the Champions League final with Tottenham means that he's good enough as a manager. And yeah, he, he basically did everything. Where, where, where was it before? It's what we expect Ateta to do with Arsenal in the Southampton. And now he, he took Southampton to Europe. Because Southampton was second in the league for a very long time when he was there. Yeah, he was the one that won the 8 0 game, right? The 8 0 game in 2014. And he, was, he won one 8 0 game, like that. Do we consider him having the right ambitions to win the Champions League this season? With PSG? PSG. Yes. <laughs> In considering the, Bayern, the current Bayern team, the, the current Bayern team are not so without Thiago Alcantara. Yeah, is he had always been the up of their game. But Kimmich is actually doing a good Nobody seems to notice that. I keep mentioning it that ba- the present Bayern is not the same Bayern. They are not the same Bayern. No, they are not as they've, they've lost. They are not as dominant. They, yeah, they've they they are, they've lost the mojo and it's they are not it's, it's probably happens to everyone. They they are the back of winning the treble. Where where will the motivation come from? Yeah, of course. They have won it all. They have done it all. And they are going to be very comfortable. They are injured. Last 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 season. Last season. Last season. A month. Last. So everybody has a month to catch up with him in the European Golden Shoe Last season. Every team that was drawn against Bayern, every fan lamented. I'm a Chelsea <laughs> fan. I lamented before, during, and after the game. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, but please, but I see PSG fans getting excited. There's going to be a good matchup. I don't think this would have been their excitement if it was last season. You would have probably yeah, lamented they, that. They, they played the they final. final. And they could and have won. They played well. Mbappe lost to very big chances. Very big, big chances. But we, very we, big. we all know how Bayern were demolishing every, everyone on their road. Yeah, so they demolished the everybody. Except every single team. They, 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 they faced Barcelona. They faced Chelsea. Who else they face? Lyon. Who? Bayern, right? Yeah. yeah. Those teams are trash. <laughs> Chelsea is the worst version of Chelsea we've seen since Roman Abramovich. Leon is probably one of the best Leon we've seen since the junior time, but it's still a trash team. Then talking about Bas, you way to go there. <laughs> so wow, Lille are top in the league with PSG second behind them. Consider the fact that um. Lille sold two of their best players to Arsenal. Why am I just mentioning Arsenal? I don't know. I think the best way to win the league now is to put sell your players to Arsenal. And Lille, Lille are coming for another twenty million pounds for Arsenal in the summer. Um, that's Pepe's installment. Wait, how are Arsenal fans coping? How Arsenal fans? Arsenal fans coping? Um. Okay, so moving on, um, there is top football is back and everybody's happy about it. Um, goodbye to the boring international field. Oh, we actually did have a good set of international international features and drama, but all 
club football is back and we are going to be having the UEFA Champions League tomorrow. We spoke about Madrid and Liverpool um, already, but tomorrow there's going to be a game between Bayern and PSG. And then, uh, okay, they are they are going to be um okay, the City versus Dortmund rather, City versus Dortmund, and then um. You know, there are rumors that uh, Manchester City is pulling out of the race to sign Lionel Messi, considering the fact that Joan Laporta won the last presidential elections and then um, Barcelona is currently looking like a team on the way up. Like they currently have a structure and a project. So Messi looks set to stay at Barcelona. So City looks to be um, out of the race and they want to go all out for Alan and um, Manchester City coach Pep Guardiola, although has not said anything about it, but he has a chance to see Ellen Alan. First and tomorrow. City versus Dortmund tomorrow. What are your predictions? I'm starting from Tochuku. Mm. City's at home. I'm going with Dortmund to win. Dortmund to win at City's home. Wow. Yes. And that's a very, very big gamble. That's a huge one. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to place it. There. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to I'm going with Dortmund to win. I don't think Dortmund are in the top four. I don't think they're in the top they six. Are, no, they are not in the top four. No, they are in the top six. They're not in the top six. They should be fifth. Okay. Um, there's someone in the show telling us a 4 2. Is that what you're saying? Seven. Yeah, oh. seven. Not more than seven. Oh, they are seven. They are not in the top, they are the top six. Wow. In the top six. Okay. Uh, Ayeleru, what will be your prediction? City versus Dortmund, City at home. In the quarter final. In the quarter final. That's why. It, it, it is a very tricky one. I think City can edge it. Because but, but, but it will be a good goal. Okay. Um, Atri Regagua. I will give City 3 1. 3 1. Alanja Oyeni. But I think it's going to be a comfortable win for City. Because if <laughs> you look at Dortmund, they are not in a good form at the moment. And they have um, their second best player out, Stranger. Give me sense with. I'm not sure if it's bad for the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give City. And right a, now, City's defense looks solid. more solid than ever. Solid. And then so Dortmund's defense is rock liquid. It's going to be a big task. It's water liquid. <laughs> so I think it's a win for City. It's a win for City, definitely. So I'm the only one going with Dortmund. Yeah, yeah, Watch out for it. Let's hope, you know, <laughs> let's hope you'll be on the show to defend. And it's not good. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I actually predict an easy win for Manchester City. It's a 3 a 3 one win actually. It's so the quarter so final. They, they don't do that. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe they're listening. They can't progress. No, no, no. Don't, don't say that. I don't think you see prophets. See prophets. And I've said this now. No, it's now. And no peace. The confidence is too. Pep Guardiola is going to be in the semi finals. Definitely. Okay. Um, you heard it here first. Okay, let's, yeah. let's say you heard it here first. And then there's going to be Bayern versus PSG replay of last year's final. Did you go? What do you think? I'm going with the draw. 1 1. Wonder, in Bayern's own? Yeah. Alright. Um, I think you guys are going to work on a big way. Wow. I go with 1-1 to this. 1-1. Okay. Yeah, I, I think like the first leg is going to be a draw because um, Bayern Munich have their star striker house to injury. So yeah. I think uh, PSG will try to take advantage of that. But overall, I see uh, Bayern Munich making it all the way to the semi-final. Well, I don't know what I think actually, but I, I, I strongly feel tomorrow's fixture is going to be a draw. Strongly. Strongly feel it's going to be a draw. And then um, there is a Porto versus Chelsea. No, 
for the messages. You know, the thing was though, when this fixture came out, a lot of Chelsea fans were happy to have Porto. But little did they know, a Porto fans were happy to have Chelsea. In the quarter final, Porto and Chelsea had the weakest team that they have in each other. So, yeah, did you want to think about the game? In the quarter final, there is Dortmund. So, it is that one. Is that Porto is at home? I don't see Chelsea. Okay, I'll give Porto a one zero win. What do you think? Um, I know. What do you think? I think Chelsea. Rikaga, what do you think? Definitely Chelsea's going to win. Okay, what do you think? Who is at home? Porto is at home. Porto is at home. It's a draw for me. It's going to be hard for Chelsea. A goalless draw. I pe- it looks it like a goalless draw. But it yeah. looks like a draw to me. I personally don't think Chelsea can score. I see it. I see it as a one-zero for Porto. Right? Chelsea. Yeah, you guys don't score by three goals. No, no, no. definitely. Have they scored? Have they scored? No, you know we scored three. We scored three. Since in which game? You've not. Are you sure? Yeah, like at the at teachers' eleventh game, you had only scored thirteen goals. Wow, Allah happy. Two jumble in the mud. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so we have spoken about the top tier of European football. Let's go to the second tier of European football. Um, Arsenal versus Praha. Did you what do you think? You know, Arsenal. Let, let, let me let me help you predict. Arsenal are currently a team on the way down, but they won Olympiacos. Olympiacos disqualified them from the Europa League last season, and Praha, Slavia Praha. Have Talanka, Nigerian, Nigerian international who has scored a lot of goals and was linked heavily to Leicester and Burnley, Burnley last season. And then rumors even have it that the only reason why he didn't make his way to Leicester was that he had not made enough appearances for Nigeria and he couldn't get a work permit in England. So Peter Olanika is severely insane for Slavia Praha and Slavia Praha um, sent Rangers back in. Rangers have won the Scottish Premier League unbeaten. So, um, I just give you enough facts to make your decision on top of. Who's at home? Asta is at home. But Asta don't have any respect for their own. They lose every year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Asta. Asta to win 2 1. Asta to win. Um, what do you think? I think Slavia Praga has a very, very big chance. Like, very, very big. And then now. I think after they have 5 2 loss. Are you talking Sorry. about Chelsea or Arsenal? Wow. I think I'll give Slavia Pra the 1-0. Right. I think um, Arsenal is going to wear the out in the side. It's going to be a very um, tight score for them. Probably a 2-1 or a 1-0. Yeah, um, I, I, I sort of have a lot of biases against Arsenal. And then I'm going to Slavia Pra on this one. Personally, think Arsenal will be down mentally following the Liverpool and I don't think any Arsenal player had a good international break. So there's nothing to give them that mentality push in Europa League. So that's why I think Slavia Prague will edge Arsenal tomorrow. And then um, there's Granada versus United. Granada versus United. Um, a lot of us in Manchester United fans were happy to have this time because they felt like this is the first time they're having an easy draw in Europe since Ole was appointed manager. Did you, what do you think? Granada is at home. Really, I think he's a draw. Uh, I know what do you think. Well, I know Manchester United play bad everywhere but away. <laughs> so it is a comfortable win. 3-0. Uh, 
Bring that one you have As much as I don't like one, you have to keep one. What do you think? I think it's going to be 201 for Manchester United. I, I, I don't know the scoreline, but I think Manchester United will win it as well because they are they've been very, very great. And then there's Ajax versus Roma. Ajax versus Roma. I'm going with 2 2. 2 2. Yeah, Ajax versus Roma. Okay. I hope Roma Why? I would not like to face Ajax. <laughs> <laughs> I give Ajax to this one. Ajax, Ajax have shown to be stubborn. When but they were, they, they, they were knocked out of the Europa. That's what I'm saying. But they, 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 they've shown to be stubborn when they need to be. I can't predict which Ajax will come out of the dugouts, but I think I'll give Ajax. Yeah, for me, it's going to be a high scoring encounter. So I see like um, a 2 2 match. So like a draw. A draw for me. Alright, and then the, finally, there's Zagreb. Versus Villarreal and Villarreal is being managed by Unai Emery. He's not mentioned Tottenham. Tottenham was knocked out. We knocked out. Jose Mourinho are down. We knocked out. And then we knocked out by Dynamo Zagreb. And then um, finally we have Zagreb versus Villarreal and Villarreal are managed by Unai Emery, who is an Italian expert. So I'm going with a 2 0 win for Villarreal. DJ. Villarreal Villa, Villa, Villa have to be the team to beat. Mm. They will they not be wow. okay. So they are definitely Villarreal. Is a way for me to call Villarreal. Why is everybody not thinking between the team that knocked out the Jose Mourinho Tottenham? Can't do the same against Anna Emery Villarreal. The Jose Mourinho Tottenham. I think the two, his Tottenham is not capable of. Within an advantage, right? Yeah, okay. Same coach, different players. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that will be all on today's episode of Let's Talk Football. See you next week. Bye.